staccato notes. She gave me the once-over I'd come to expect from my younger clients. The smirking scan that evaluated my tailored light blue suit and sensible black heels and found them hopelessly conventional. Then, inevitably, her eyes moved to my dark hair, which was very long and curly and often had a mind of its own. The dissonance between my conservative suit and the unintentional rock star hair disrupted the inner picture she was constructing of me. My age, I'd not long ago turned thirty, added to the dissonance. I always enjoyed the flash of confusion that washed over their faces at that point. My inner trickster was never far away. She hiked her dress up until the hem rested on her knees and crossed her legs dramatically. You're not what I expected. What did you expect? Freud and drag? Someone old, with her hair in a bun and no makeup? You're not that much older than me. And you're pretty. You remind me of that actress, Megan Fox, the one with the long dark hair and blue eyes. She studied me. Or maybe Angelina Jolie, except with blue eyes and less lips. Less lips? I knew what she meant, but I ran my tongue over my standard set of two, just to verify their existence, and tried not to imagine an extra pair on Angelina's face. Thank you. Are you comfortable with someone who isn't old and who doesn't have her hair in a bun? She frowned. I guess so. I could see that her need to connect was struggling with her automatic protective defenses, and the jury was out as to which one would continue the session. That's a start. I smiled encouragingly at her. So, tell me about your desire to be a vampire. How long have you wanted to be one? She pursed her lips and sat silently for a few seconds. Quick flashes of emotion danced across her face as fear, disappointment, and resentment gave way to hope. Ever since I met Devereaux, Dev, as we call him. About a year ago, she said dreamily. Ah, connection one. Maybe she'll let me in. Why would meeting Dev make you want to be a vampire? Well, duh, because he is one. She rolled her chocolate brown eyes and made that tisk sound with her tongue against her teeth. I kept the practiced smile on my face and ignored the teenage angst. Can you tell me about Dev? Sounds like a lost child has convinced her that he's a vampire. She stared down at the floor, using the tip of her tongue to play with the fangs. I don't think I'm supposed to talk about him. He wouldn't want me to. He says it's better if no one believes vampires really exist. Of course he does. Oh, I see. Her sharp little fangs fit perfectly over her own canines, with an almost invisible band holding them in place, similar to braces. How clever. Do you believe that vampires really exist? I tried not to sound as if there was only one right answer to the question. Oh, yes. She nodded and sat up straighter. Denver has tons of vampires. Tons of vampires? What a bizarre visual. Really? Midnight, I want you to know that anything we talk about in here is completely confidential.
You can feel free to tell me anything you want and it will go no further. I'd definitely like to hear about all these vampires. I jotted a note on my pad. Vampires. Well, that's certainly a change of pace from aliens and demon possessions. She arched an eyebrow. How do I know you won't tell my parents? Good. Let's get right to the trust issue. Unless you're going to hurt yourself or someone else, I will never tell anyone anything that we discuss, I explained, giving her my ethically required disclaimer. She paused a moment, watching me, twisting her hands. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't want to get them in trouble. They need to hide from the humans. She licked her lips. Damn, she doesn't consider herself one of the humans? Is she brainwashed?